market. The S&P, the ISX, stocks. This is Motley Fool Money. G'day fools and welcome to Motley Fool Stock of the Week. I'm Scott Phillips, the Motley Fool's Chief Investment Officer in Australia. And I'm very pleased to be bringing you the next edition of Motley Fool Stock of the Week with a brand new analyst. Now, before we get into that, I want to share some usual updates with you, the usual writers we go through at the beginning. Here they are. The first is, this is a buy recommendation, this time from Ryan Newman, who you see on the screen. This is a buy recommendation right now at The Motley Fool. Things will change. Things could change. Things will definitely change over the longest periods of time. This is being recorded in June of 2021. If you are watching this after this date, it may not still be a buy recommendation, so just be aware of that. It is a buy recommendation right now. We don't expect that to change anytime soon, but of course, as you would expect when circumstances change, we will, probably will, change our mind. So know that. Second thing, we are long-term investors. This is not a buy recommendation for the next day or week or month or even year. We are looking out three, five, even more years into the future. These are long-term buy recommendations. And lastly, as ever, this is not personal advice. We can only give general advice. We will tell you what we think about a company, about a stock, whether or not it's a buy. We can't tell you what you should do in your personal situation and your circumstances. If you're not sure, speak to a personal financial advisor, someone who's licensed to give personal financial advice. Right. That's important, but it is boilerplate. And now it's out of the way. Let me introduce a long-time Fool employee, a long-time Fool, Ryan Newman, who's been with The Fool for more than eight years. G'day, Ryan. How are you? Good. Thanks, Scott. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure, mate. Thanks for joining us. I'm, I'm excited to hear about the company you bought us, and I'm excited that our viewers and our listeners, because this is both a podcast and a YouTube video, get to see and hear you and hear your stock of the week. Now, mate, you are a Motley Fool analyst. You're a Motley Fool portfolio manager. You've been around for a very long time. You know the ropes around here, and you've bought us a company called Dubber. D-U-B is the ASX code. Just give us the quick rundown. What does Dubber do? Yeah, that's right, Scott. So Dubber, I, I think he's quite a... A misunderstood and and I feel still probably under the radar of a lot of of, of investors. It's about a seven hundred and fifty million dollar market cap, which sort of suggests otherwise as to being <laughs> under the radar stock. But I do believe it is. Um, so currently, its share price is around three dollars as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what what this company really does at at its core is it provides voice voice recording, uh, call recording, and also other. Uh, audio asset management solution. So the company operates in the customer interaction management space. And that might sound a little bit boring, but basically it enables uh, customers to to capture data-rich voice data. And what I mean by that is, uh, imagine you're a retailer, you're talking to uh, a customer. That that conversation that you're having with the customer is incredibly rich with, with, uh, with data, with insights. And at the minute, a lot of that data just goes to waste. It doesn't. It doesn't get put towards anything. Once that phone call is over, the conversation's forgotten. So what Dubber does is it allows those companies to actually record those calls and and make use of the data afterwards. Uh, it's also really important from a compliance perspective. And you might have, I'm sure you have. You've you've been a, you've been on many phone calls. I'm sure, but this this call may be recorded for quality and training purposes. Everyone's I've heard that once or twice, Rona. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's familiar with that line. Yeah. And that that's sort of the area that Dubber's operating in. And right. so often it is used for for compliance purposes, but it's often also just used for dispute resolution, which in itself is a okay. form of compliance, isn't it? Maybe not necessarily legally speaking, mm-hmm. but certainly in terms of helping the company move forward and and really helping to manage that customer base. Um this company also operates, uh, I guess, it, 
it provides a, a very disruptive technology. So the way it goes about providing this technology is very disruptive. And that in itself opens the technology up to entirely new customers that it's been uh, available to in the past. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. I certainly, I only recently actually had to go back to a recorded call. Uh, I was on a call. I asked a particular company to do something for me. They misunderstood or just simply got wrong my instructions. And the complaint was actually resolved by them going back to the file, listening to what I'd asked them to, which thankfully for me, I was right. They were wrong. Uh, but they were able to, to easily grab that file. And as you say, um, it was a dispute that was resolved, <laughs> dispute resolution, that was resolved because they had that recording. So I absolutely know firsthand how valuable that can be. Mate, that's a really good summary of, of what Dubba is and does. Maybe you can go a level deeper for us. Why do we like Dubber in particular? I mean, every company's got a value, right? Every company does something. So every company is necessary. But as an investment, we were looking for market-beating investments. We want to make sure we have attractive businesses at even more attractive prices, ideally. Why is Dubber, in your mind, a buy recommendation? Well, well, let's start from the core, I guess, of what this business does. It, it provides this solution via the cloud. And that's something that a lot of other businesses in this space don't do. So I'm actually going to throw a question back at you for a minute, Scott. So let's just say, let's just say you're a high-level executive within a within a company. I, I, ignore the irony there. I recognise that I'm talking to the chief. <laughs> but let, let's say, let's say for a minute, let's pretend. Not, let's pretend. Yeah. Let's pretend. So let's say you're a chief financial officer or a chief technology officer or someone that someone that's making a high-level decision about where to go with the business, where how, how to spend the money, how to how to run the budget, so to speak. Mm-hmm. How would you how would you prefer to proceed? Would you prefer to potentially pay up to a million dollars installing uh, installing a, an expensive and very um, intrusive piece of hardware within your building, or would you potentially look to uh, use a subscription offer instead? So something that maybe costs you fourteen fifteen dollars <clears throat> excuse me per month instead. Wh- which way would you go? I'll, I'll take option two. Thank you, Rona. <laughs> Is that the yeah, right answer, by the way? I think- I think that's a that's an option that most companies are starting to, to move it towards now. And in particular, in, yeah. in particular after the, the coronavirus pandemic as well, now that a lot of companies are recognising the importance of remote work, being able to work from home and not necessarily being confined to the office. So that's what that's what I was saying a minute ago. It fractionalises your costs. It takes them off-site. It means someone else, frankly, is looking after it. If you're installing your own software, someone in your organisation, someone in your building is responsible for it. If you can say, look, we will pay you company X, in this case, Dubber, to do all these things for us. By the way, if you get it wrong, we're coming after you. But I don't have to have a person. I don't have to have a software. I don't have to have a, a, you know, a server, potentially. I don't have to worry about connectivity. You're doing it all for me, making sure everything's being done well. And by the way, as you say, I can avoid that massive upfront CapEx risk that really is a risk, of course, because if I'm going to have to pay six figures, seven figures to do it, I better be right. <laughs> Whereas if I'm paying someone else a monthly fee and it doesn't work out, there's probably a contract in place. But after that, oh, well, firstly, I guess the contract probably allows for uh, dispute resolution of the sort we talked about earlier. But more importantly, you can simply turn it off, turn on someone else's solution if it's not working, right? Yeah, well, that's that's exactly right. And look, what, what I just described, I think that's really, uh, I guess, part of the premise or part of the appeal of a lot of cloud-based solutions. So it's not, it's not you know, restricted simply to Dubber, but case in point being Dubber, it is a it is a cloud-based solution which uh, is quite disruptive compared to what a lot of well compared to what the industry has tradition traditionally yeah, relied yeah. upon. So, uh, as I said, traditionally it has relied upon a very expensive and intrusive piece of hardware sitting within the building of a of a business, 
and it's been very it's been used very rest, uh, restrictively or conservatively. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the companies that have typically used it, for instance, would be in the finance industry, uh, insurance, those sort of things, where it, it is actually uh, it's required for compliance purposes. Mm-hmm. So you know, small retailers or, or even large retailers, for that matter, they wouldn't use it because it's simply too expensive and, t- and too difficult for them to uh, to to access. Mm-hmm. So someone like Dubber comes along and it actually makes that far more accessible for those sort of businesses. And I think that's really where Dubber's sort of found a lot of its appeal, uh, particularly in its earlier years, where, you know, they it, it, its bigger rivals are focused on those banks and those insurance businesses. Dubber, I think, will get those, those businesses, but probably different areas within those businesses. So not necessarily the, the, the parts that are required for compliance, but maybe the rest of the bank. So... Uh, instead of you know just the call center of the bank being mm. being uh, having access to this technology, Dubber actually makes it accessible to everyone. So it's a very disruptive technology. I think it's a very disruptive business model as well. Uh, I heard you talking to to Kevin on uh, the stock of the week um, stock of the week chat a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about net wealth, and you you mentioned that net wealth compared to some of the banks as well, it has no legacy assets, no legacy systems mm. or culture, and it's, it's really the same as Dubber as well. It's not looking after that legacy asset business that you know has to continue selling those units to you know maintain its its, its top line growth as well as its bottom line. Dubber is really coming from a fresh start, and it's really just that cloud focused solution. Um, so I really like that where the business is coming from, where it's going as well. Um, I think we also saw how disruptive how disruptive this was last year, rather. So when uh, when banks and people within the banks couldn't work from the offices anymore they were literally being given a pass to, to record phone calls on their personal phones. For compliance reasons, that's, that's really not up to scratch. It was, it was good in the short term, you know, just do something. But now it's, you know, you, you have to come up with a different solution. So something like Dubber, as I said, can actually facilitate that. And I think it will continue to facilitate that movement away from the offices and towards more remote working. Um, with Dubber Solutions, though, any call can be any any call that's made uh, through one of its connected uh, service providers or networks can be recorded. Um, so that includes, I think, about 156 uh, 156 service providers now. It also includes the three major UCAS systems, and UCAS being Unified Communications as a Service. And those three major players that I'm talking about there are Microsoft Teams, Zoom, and also Cisco WebEx. So any of those any of those calls made through those through those platforms can also be recorded. And Dubber really spent years building that network of of relationships. So as I said, 156 or thereabouts uh, relationships with service providers, each of the three uh, major UCAS providers as well. And those service pr- uh, providers can actually route their networks through Dubber's platform. And customers of those providers can then literally then just flick on the switch and say, "Yep, start recording." It's about $15 a month and uh, customers can then also just upgrade their services for, for different solutions. So, for instance, uh, AI, keyword search, transcription, unlimited storage, and also sentiment analysis. Um, and and I'll, 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 I'll just, I guess, span to one quick example. Uh, one of the add-on features that they do have, they've got an integration with, uh, with Salesforce, which is a major customer relationship management uh, solution. So let's say let's say you are a retailer, a small retailer, or, or a large retailer. We'll go with. You've got a, a customer relationship management solution. You talk to a customer and you want to record that conversation. It's a really important conversation for this customer in particular. 
So something like Dubber can actually do that and then apply that file to that, that, uh, that relationship with that customer in that CRM platform. And so the sentiment of the call can be determined, the transcription uh, for keyword search afterwards. But let's say that call was a really positive call. So the, the customer was, was really happy with the solution and they seemed like they could be keen for new, for new, uh, for new products down the track. That sentiment analysis can actually record that and then you know flag this file for, okay, this is a good file for the sales team to follow up to potentially expand that relationship. Uh, on the other hand, let's say the customer was really angry and frustrated. Maybe instead of uh, assigning a sales team to follow up on the account, maybe what you actually need to do is assign the customer relationship, uh, uh, some sort of customer relationship team to that to that customer to really manage that and nurture it a little bit more to to hopefully hold on to that customer for longer. That's just a couple of the different ways that this this sort of solution can work. I love that, mate. I think it's a really, really important idea because it takes what otherwise would just be literally the recording of a call for a compliance purpose. And actually, we talk about big data a lot, and it's probably overused as a term, but equally, it's probably underappreciated because, as you rightly say, the old days it was maybe you recorded a call, maybe you didn't, maybe it was on site, it probably was on site. And it's not just taking that to the cloud, which would be, by the way, itself, I think, uh, enough of a breakthrough to probably recommend something like Dubber. But on top of that, as you say, the, the ability of taking some automated approaches to that information or that, that data and actually kind of deliberately, specifically spitting out stuff that's relevant for the business that actually takes no extra people, no extra time, um, no additional extra cost, I guess, to some degree in the sense that it's all part of the same package. But it's a really nice value add. And I think that's, again, you talk about interruption a lot, innovation's the same thing. When you actually take something that's already been done, do it faster, better, cheaper, all that kind of good stuff and more, add more value, uh, that really is a huge, huge breakthrough. Motley Fool Money. For more, go to fool.com.au forward slash triple M. Hey, let me go back to the stock just for a second. On that, you described the benefits of, of the company really, really well. What is it about it that makes us confident as an investment? Is it is it the growth rate? Is it the price? Is it the size of the market? What, what are we look seeing? We see it as a great, great company, great business, doing great things. Why do you think it's a market-beating investment specifically? So a couple of reasons. I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that uh, I thought this was a just uh, an under under appreciated or un, uh, misunderstood idea. I think that's probably getting to the point where it's changing a bit because the story is really starting to play out now. But as I said, this company has spent years sort of fostering or, or building that network of service providers that that it can deal with. Um, that did impact its growth at least at least on a you know user base for, for a couple of years. Now that user base is really starting to come through. So uh, as of the 31st of December, they had about 300,000 users. Three months later, they had 380,000 users. So all of a sudden, it's just recording this explosive growth. Uh, I don't think the growth ends there, though. And uh, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago as well the the relationship with the UCAS uh, providers, mm. in particular Cisco WebEx. So this company recently provi- uh, re- recently signed an agreement with Cisco WebEx that basically be- it sees Cisco WebEx become a foundation partner or, or uh, Dubber's first foundation partner. And what that means is Dubber's most basic solution will now become a, a key or, or, or an, uh, an included uh, function or tool within any Cisco WebEx, um, for any Cisco WebEx user. So basically what that means is all call recording can be uh, can be done straight up. Uh, they'll get, I think, unlimited, unlimited uh, data storage but very limited functionality. To expand that functionality, they will have to pay up and, and expand that relationship 
But as I said, that it, it, it removes that friction of developing that, you know, uh, that initial customer relationship mm. and just gets them on board and, you know, basically aware of what the, what the solution is and what the platform can offer that, those businesses. So I, I think, yeah, you've got a mixture of misunderstood. You've got a mixture of uh, explosive growth. Um, the, in terms of uh, in terms of a multiple, you are paying a higher multiple. I, I think it's on about twenty times annualized recurring revenue right now. I think uh, annualized recurring revenue or ARR is the acronym. I think it's trading on about twenty times ARR right now. So it is on the more expensive side, but I also see this see this as being a, a really key growth idea uh, for the next couple of years. And as you said at the start of this conversation too, we're not investing just for the short term. We are investing for the long term. And I think this is a really disruptive platform. I guess I know Dubber a little bit and I didn't realize they had, well, originally three, or not originally, but more recently 300,000 customers, then to 380,000 customers. That's an extraordinary, um, uh, probably, you know, it's an extraordinary confidence booster, I think, to, to the extent there are that many individual people using Dubber in their daily work um, that organizations are finding that valuable. But let's move, as we always do, to the risks. We don't ever want to just put one side of a story forward. Um, obviously, an investment in any company carries risks. What specifically are you looking out for with Dubber when it comes to working out whether or not your thesis is, is going the way you expect it to? Look, I think with any growth stock, uh, you are looking for a slowdown in that growth. If if that happens, then that's a big risk, a big concern, because these sort of businesses, they're, they're really trying to rally on that momentum. And if that momentum stops, then it can be difficult to turn around. As well, the, the market can start to have a different perspective on the stock as well, not willing to pay such a high multiple. So if growth slows down, then that, that would be a real concern for us. Uh, competition is another concern. Um, at the minute, I'm not overly concerned about that, but there are other competitors in this space. I think um, there's others called Verant and Nice. Uh, they're more into the, the the physical hardware side of things, but they are sort of shifting towards that cloud. I, I don't believe it's the exact same sort of offering, but you know, for, for some customers, it may be just a you know that'll do sort of approach. So the, the competition is uh, is a, a, a potential concern at very least. The company is still unprofitable too. Um, and we do find that with a lot of these sort of growth investments. And to be honest, it's actually quite an appealing part of those growth investments because it, it, it shows that the company is investing in itself. Did you need to say that, Scott? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so basically being, being unprofitable can be unprofitable for quite a few reasons, but it often shows that the company is investing in itself and has the has the belief in itself to invest that money uh, down the line. So that is attractive, but it's also a risk. Um, security and privacy as well. Obviously, very data-rich uh, content that it's storing. If that data was to get out or if there was some sort of security breach, then that would also be uh, a complete disaster, I think, for, for Dubber. Yeah, it makes total sense. Mate, that's a fantastic summary, Ryan. Thank you very much. And thank you for dealing with my alarm that went off in the middle of the uh, middle of the call. Mate, <laughs> give us give us the quick 30-second elevator pitch, mate. After our viewers and listeners have heard you go through the Dubber story, including the pros and the couple of risks, give me the elevator pitch. What's the 30-second story? Why should we buy Dubber now? Look, a very disruptive technology in a very uh, a very attractive space, I feel. And I think it's going to also benefit from the tailwinds or the continued tailwinds of COVID-19. So once COVID-19 ends, I do, I do believe people will get back to the office, but I also think that stay stay at home or work from home will be uh, will certainly become a more permanent fixture for a lot of different people. Uh, not only that, I think there's also the need to record, be able to record phone calls on 
uh, platforms like the, those UCAS platforms that I described before, and also mobile phones. Uh, right now, that isn't something that those legacy systems or that legacy hardware yeah. can actually look after. So, uh, as I said, very disruptive technology. I think it solves a very key problem. Uh, strong growth, and I think that that strong growth will continue. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ryan, for taking us through Dubber as our most recent stock of the week. Viewers and listeners, if you're liking this, make sure you do subscribe to the Motley Fool Money podcast and the Motley Fool Australia YouTube channel. You'll hear plenty more, see plenty more from the Motley Fool analyst team over the coming weeks, months, and hopefully years. Don't forget to subscribe to either and hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. And of course, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms. You can see those on the YouTube video as well. Ryan, thanks again. And until next week. Full on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.